Alrighty, welcome back to the Nick and Bean Pod episode two. Yes, we're still rolling with that name. Uh, we're super pumped to be back with you guys. First episode, great success. We appreciate everyone who listened. Nick, I'm just sharing with this with you now, but we did have a, over 150 listeners across Spotify and Apple combined. So we really appreciate you guys. How was your week, Nick? Mine was good, man. 151st week, not bad. Let's let's keep it going. See what we can do week two. Yes, definitely. We got a ton of news topics to go over. We got uh, we're gonna touch on our bets from last week. We're gonna get into some fantasy plays, our bets from this week. We got a jam-packed show. So let's jump right into it. First news topic: Odell Beckham Jr. signs with the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. wow. They got a lot of weapons on that offense now. They sold out this year. They're like, hey, the front office is like, hey, we got a little bit of money, and we're going to make that push to make it this year for the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, they got rid of Deshaun, and, and even if OBJ isn't what he was five years ago at the peak of his powers. Which we don't think he is. Which I, I agree. I don't think he is, but he's still a super upgrade. I think Van Jefferson's probably going to be phased out a little bit. Unfortunately. You know, yeah, unfortunately. He'll be that fourth receiver now. I think uh, I think Cooper Cup's not going to be affected too much. He's still the top guy there. Uh, I think he'll be he'll still be himself. Robert Woods, though, thoughts on him? I personally think his production might take a dip. To some surprise, he's the number eleven ranked fantasy receiver on the year. I didn't and think top he was that five high. over the last five weeks. Can you believe that? I, I didn't think he was that high. He's been he's had a quiet year, and there was a time there that I know people were like, "Oh, people we're going to drop him after four weeks." And they were like, "Oh, Robert Woods has had discussions with the uh, with the coaching staff. Yeah, they're I remember they're that. committed to getting him involved." And I guess that's when things picked up. Um, yeah, just like you, I don't think Cooper Cup's uh, target share is going to be affected very much. I think it's going to be more guys like. Robert Woods, Higby, um, and I guess and some... Higby hasn't been good anyways. Right, so. so... So, yeah, I mean, great for the team. Maybe going to affect some fantasy players here. But, I mean, if he's looking to win, it's a great place to go. They're, you know, despite the... Despite what we're going to get into next, you know, their loss last week to the Titans, uh. which killed us both... Um, they're still set up for success for the rest of the season. Yeah, and he's a sharp route runner. Um, and regardless of if he's that same home run hitter, he's going to attract eyes on the defense. They're going to have to respect him. Couldn't agree more. So that leads us next uh, into our next topic. Sunday night, everyone and their mother was on the Rams, minus 7.5. No Derrick Henry, no hope, and what happens? <laughs> Well, it's a really, really big win for the Tennessee Titans. They are sitting atop the AFC with seven wins. Uh, Baltimore just behind them with six. And then basically everyone else in the division, nine teams have five wins. Yeah, so my question, I think everyone's question is, are they for real? Are they a team you can see being in the Super Bowl? Let's say Derrick Henry is not coming back for the rest of the season. Are they a team you can see making a deep run? Me personally, I don't. I don't think so. I don't believe it. Um, they're a great team, but I just don't think they have what it takes. I think the Rams honestly showed us they just laid an egg. There's going to be a yeah. few games each year. I think it's about two games that an NFL team's going to provide or perform significantly below their their average. And there's going to be a couple games where they perform significantly above. So Stafford had a 17.6 QBR during that game. Uh, the Titans who aren't known for defense, generated five sacks 
for 41 total it yards. It felt like Stafford was was dying all night long. And two interceptions. So, I I mean, is Tennessee a good team? Yes, they are. Um, the AFC's semi-weak. And um, I, don't, I just don't think they're a Super Bowl team. They, they, they'll win a playoff game. Yeah, they definitely could. I can see a wide array of outcome for them. I could see them laying an egg in many games and maybe sneaking into the playoffs. I could see them playing well and continuing to win and being a top seed. Who knows? You know, it's, it's a, They're in a tough division, and uh, they're really a wild card right now, even though they're top of the division. Um, so next up, let's jump in. What a shit show Monday night was. Did you watch the whole game, Nick? No, I was asleep, man. I know you were asleep because I was texting you nonstop telling you how many times I had live bet the Bears. So Monday night was one of the worst refereeing performances I've ever seen. Uh, Some absurd calls, taunting calls. I mean, it's really gotten out of hand. Now, I will tell you, the one thing I did want to pull out of this game besides the absurdity of the refs and the craziness is Justin Fields against a Pittsburgh defense that's always good, you know, always fast, gets to the quarterback, plays solid all around. He he had his best game as a pro. Um, 17-29, 291 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception, and eight for 45 on the ground. And he just looked better to me. You know, they got down, I think it was, I know they were down 14 nothing, and then I think they were down double digits again in the game, and he never faltered. Um, he really looked great to me, and he brought them back at the end and actually led a drive to bring them ahead of the Steelers, even though his defense ended up blowing it. But the Bears covered and really saved our week. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that saved my week. Um, I actually had a very large position on the Bears. Um, like you said, he had 10 yards per attempt, which is very, very air yards, which is yep. very, very solid. Um, you'll take 7.5 from your quarterback. He he crushed that by two and a half yards per attempt. Yep. Um, the eight the eight carries is third in quarterbacks to only Jalen Hurts and, For the week. and Lamar Jackson. Gotcha. But he's had eight carries three weeks in a row. Wow. Okay. So with that carry share, he's definitely going to be a viable running quarterback moving forward. Yeah, and, and also they got Montgomery back. I know they didn't get the win, but they looked solid. They covered. I think I texted you 20 times about how I was live betting the Bears. Plus 7, plus 10, plus 14, plus 18. They really saved our week. I think that was your best bet last week. So appreciate you saving us there. And then on the total... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a little more on that game. So yeah. people were talking about, oh, at least in the media and maybe some on Twitter, people were talking about Matt Nagy returning to the sideline and how would that affect Justin Fields because he looked solid with Bill Lazor calling plays. Yep. Um, I don't think it was a bad thing all in all. I mean, I'm playing the result because looking back on it, it looked great. But like you said, the Steelers is a top 10 defense um, in DVOA and... Um, that that's just proven that I think he has what it takes. I don't know that he will actually be a good quarterback. I think he'll certainly be a good fantasy quarterback, but he showed me this week that um, he has what it takes. Yeah, he has what it takes. Gotcha. And then, so let's, let's take the flip side of that. Jordan Love gets the start for the Packers against Kansas City. That boy, awful. (laughs) He looked terrible. Um, I mean, God, it seemed like he just kept, Underthrowing Devonte Adams, play after play after play. Um, so the Packers are praying they get Aaron Rodgers back. 
this week. He's scheduled to come back to the facility on Saturday and be back Sunday. Uh, but Jordan Love really looked rough. I don't want to bag on him too much because it was his first start. Um, and, and the Chiefs defense can confuse people. Spagnola does like to bring the pressure, even though they've been pretty bad all year. Uh, he just wasn't great. Let's chalk it up. Let's see. I don't think he'll get another start for the rest of the season, unless Rodgers still has some complications. But Love wasn't great. We know that. Anything on this game, Nick? Not much. So uh, 5.6 yards per attempt. So that's damn near half of what it Justin was Fields put up. Uh, 5.6 is not impressive by any means. But he did have more total passing yards than uh, Patrick Mahomes. One thing on uh, the Packers coming up with this week is Dr. Alan Sills, the NFL chief medical officer, explained in a video that uh, Rodgers doesn't have to provide a negative test to get back on the field. There's some weird thing with their rules where they're just like 10, 10 days after an unvaccinated player can just get back on the field, which is a little wild, but hey, so I don't think Jordan Love is going to be out there on Sunday. Roger's crazy. He's, uh, he, he is going Roman Reigns in the WWE. He's doing that in real life. He's going heel. He's the bad guy. Joe Rogan's his doctor. God only knows what's going to happen next with him. Um, next topic, the fucking Patriots. Oh. They've tormented us our entire lives, and they're back. They're so, five and four. Hold on, hold on, go hold ahead. on. Get I, your, need, get I need your, to rant get, a little bit get here. Yours in. Mac Jones is a scumbag. All right, the way he walked <laughs> when he got drafted, like he's fucking shit in his pants. I can't deal with the guy. He's terrible. <laughs> his QBR is worse than Tua. All right, there's a stat for you. Didn't he's not good. He is not good. But guess what? What he gets it done. He's getting it done. He can He's turn around, well. he can hand the ball off, he can make the throw when he needs to, and as much as I hate him, I mean, it's tough to argue with results. They're 5-4, and four. he's got Belichick behind him, he's set up for success, um, you know, it, it kills me, but I guess it's the reality. When you put scumbag in the notes, I was automatically assuming... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my notes, here's the notes. Uh, Patriots for real, question mark, Mac Jones scumbag. So um, when you put that, I thought you were talking about how he tackled Brian Burns and twisted his ankle. Thank you for bringing that up. I totally forgot about that. He pulled a wrestling move on Brian Burns. (laughs) Brian Burns, I don't know if you saw the interview, has basically put a hit out on his head. Oh, really? And told defensive tackles and defensive linemen, get after the guy. And I couldn't be, I'm here for it, 100%. Hit Mac. I'm done with the guy. I can't stand him. (laughs) But guess what? What? Patriots are good, and I'm not going to deny that. You'll see in my bets this week, the Patriots are good. They've played great. Yeah, Nick's well, smiling at me because I know head. he's on the Browns head this to week. Head to um, head. So one on. of the things that does piss me off about the Patriots, or well, I guess this shouldn't piss me off, but I also respect it, is we beat them week one, right? Coming into the season, no one expected the Patriots to be all that we great. We should be better than the Patriots. We were supposed to be. Um, it's pretty deflating. But week after week, guess what they did this year? They got better. That's guess true. guess who did, did guess did, who we didn't got worse. Yeah, the Dolphins got worse. We're the worst team in the league. I wouldn't go that far. Maybe but. Be, besides the Texans that we beat last week, but we suck. There's no hope right now. We're we're playing for next season, and yeah, we're yeah we'll get to that next. Um, so either way, Patriots are for real. We'll touch on them more when we get to the betting. Last topic of news actually just broke today. Surprisingly, Cam Newton. Going back to the Panthers, 
They made up some injury for Sam Darnold so they could bench him. His scalpula or something. I know that ain't who they I think that is. They didn't find it Monday. They didn't find it Tuesday. Guess what? They had to find something. Uh, Wednesday, they <laughs> ruled him out for six weeks or whatever. Uh, P.J. Walker, who I actually think is a serviceable quarterback, I guess Matt Rule did not agree. They went and signed Cam. Full circle here. So be P.J. Walker will be starting this week. I think but, so. Yeah, but can't no. Matt Rule already said it. Oh, unless he goes, okay. unless he goes back on his word. Um, so Cam might be there moving forward. He talked a lot of shit about that organization after he left. Yeah, but remember, it's he not didn't the like same the way different guys running it. Ron Rivera is not there. Matt Rule's there. Matt Rule's more of a players guy uh, coming in. So it's understandable that he came back. Is you it know, the I don't same know if he owner? Has much, though. Is it the same owner? The guy that had the statue. I believe so. I believe the so. dude that had the statue of, of himself out front the stadium, like walking. <laughs> I'm not sure. Don't. I'm not 100. Yeah, because if on it's that. still that guy, there might be some issues. <laughs> Cam. Oh my god. And so. so if this doesn't work out with Cam, I mean, this is a, an opportunity. No one had anything to lose here. The Carolina Panthers were playing P.J. Walker or Sam Darnold. Um, Cam didn't have a job in the NFL, so he had nothing to lose either. I, I didn't expect him to be back this season. I, I thought he may have been done in the league. I thought so, too. Do you think he has the personality that could come back as a backup somewhere? It's tough to say. Um, I never thought he could be a Patriot, and him and Bill Belichick got along. I think if he can do that, he can probably be a backup. But guess what? He's not coming in to be the backup. Not here. Not a, Well, he wouldn't be – I don't think he would – I don't think his ego would let he him do that be, for Sam Darnold either. He will be either. the starter. He will. PJ Walker is going to get destroyed by the Patriots. Or who, who's he playing this week? Give Not me, the Giants. Me. Vegas, right? Is it Vegas? No, I think. Uh, I think. Uh, let me, let's give me a see. second here. We've got uh, PJ Walker, Carolina. They're playing Arizona. Arizona's defense has been phenomenal. Top five oh, on I the bet season. That game. You bet that game. Or yeah, you should know who they're playing. So I expect PJ Walker to play this week. Cam will be back next week. So that's it for the news and notes. Let's get into one of the most insane betting weeks in the history of the NFL. I'm going to read off some stats to kick us off, Nick. Underdogs, 10-4 and four against the spread, 10-4. and four. Which is absolutely wild. I think they've actually had a pretty good run, not only last week, not as solid as they did last week, but they had a good run all year, I believe. So the last two weeks, underdogs have been doing well, uh, but the even crazier part, Seven and seven straight up. The Cowboys. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. The Cowboys were 10 point favorites at home against Denver. They were down 30 to nothing at one point, lost by double digits. The Bills, the Super Bowl favorites in the NFL in Jacksonville. Possibly the worst, the worst team. <laughs> like, Are what? they the worst team? Urban Meyer, I mean, he's he's banging out, you know, 20 year old girls, but he's not coaching. They lose nine to six. Then you've got the Falcons. Uh, beat the Saints, who were a touchdown favorite. Titans beat the Rams, seven and a half point dogs. The Vikings almost won too. It was an absolutely insane week. Vegas just crushed every better this week. If you won, I mean, it was an absolute miracle. Vegas was laughing to the bank. Um, like I said, usually the money's on the favorites. The favorites got crushed. And what a crazy week it was. I'm going to touch on our bets from last week. God, were they awful. I was 0-3. I apologize. <laughs> Nick thankfully saved me with that great Chicago Bears pick on Monday night. And going into Monday night, we knew the Bears were going to win or they were going to cover because the week was so messed up that you got to go with the funky play. Had to. Had to. Oh, I'm just getting word now. Like I thought, the the, the line for the Dolphins-Ravens, which is coming up in an hour here, moved to 8.5. 
So everyone who got their teases in at seven and a half, congratulations to you. You already know I got mine in. Yep, so crazy week. Uh, like we said, Cowboys, Bills, Saints. I mean, it was so, just, it was insane. Let me touch on that Dallas game. Um, well, for, not only did Vegas kill it in the gambling sector, but uh, Survivor, which some of these places do pools where you can win up to like a million dollars on these Survivor pools. is thousands of entrants. But with Bills going down and Dallas going down, I'm not sure who's left in these Survivor pools. I saw Cousin Sal, uh, shout out to the Extra Points pod. I saw him tweet. If you're alive in Survivor, you're a liar, because you did not. You're not alive. No one's alive. There's only I think I've only heard of one person that's alive. They took the Dolphins and they almost they almost went out. That's how you had to stay alive. I know. Uh, I, I'm not personally in any Survivor. One of my buddies who's in one said there was like it started with a few thousand teams. It was down to a hundred last week, and I think there was like a handful left. So most people most people got killed these last few weeks with the Bengals losing to Mike White, and then all the underdogs winning this week. Um, let's get into our picks for the week, Nick. F the Bengals. I didn't actually touch on what I want to in Dallas. Um, go ahead, go ahead. So Dallas, they got into the red zone twice all game. This is one of the most potent offenses in the league. That should never happen. Dallas's first touchdown came with four minutes left in the game. And with all that being said, they the over still, they still came within three and a half points of the total. So looking back on it, I'd bet that bet a hundred times out of a hundred again. I mean, if you tell me the Broncos were going to score 30 points, how does it not go over 49 and a half? I was expecting like 16, 17 from the, from the Broncos. And still to hit the over. So it was just a funky week, you know, and, and the funny thing is they legalized gambling in Florida. We're so, which we're so might happy. be shaky. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah. yeah. They're having some issues. Yada, yada, yada. Either way, they legalize it here. We get the app downloaded. We're all pumped. And then, yeah, everyone's tease is lost, everyone's parlay is lost, and it was just a crazy week. Uh, so let's get into our bets for this week, though. I am, I've am i never felt better about the board, Nick. I've got three bets that I think are absolute locks. I know you're going to be against me in one because I know we have a little bit of discrepancy here. And I don't even feel bad about it. Last time we last time we had discrepancy, Bean, what happened? What happened? It was uh, Philly-Detroit. <laughs> It was Philly, Detroit. Last time we were against each other, Nick won by 40 points. That That's not happening again. So I'm going to jump in here to start. And let's uh, let's go with the one that we're, we're on opposite sides of here. So New England, Cleveland. It's in New England. New England is a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Browns. I'm I'm all over the Patriots here. I'm done. I'm done betting against them. I'm done shitting on Mac Jones. I actually will continue to do that, but I'll still make money with him. New England's five and four against their against the spread on the year. Three and zero oh in their last three. No Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's got COVID. Dearness Johnson. Yeah, he looked good against the Broncos. I have no faith in him. He runs a four seven. I think the Patriots defense shuts him down. Their defense has been so dominant, 43 total points over the last three. I hate Mac Jones. Love the Patriots here. So I think um, you're not the only one who loves the Patriots. Uh, I believe the market is just finally respecting them more and more. Um, 54% of the bets are on the Patriots this week. Okay, so that's almost even split. Um, But the preseason look ahead of this game was... Cleveland minus three, minus three and a half. Yep. So 
for the Browns to be now plus two and a half, I think that's too big of a reaction to what has gone on this season. Cleveland had a slow start. Um, they didn't have everyone healthy. This week, the Browns are healthy. They got Odell out. Um, they got Nick Chubb. They're and healthy? Yeah, they got Nick Chubb and Nick Kareem Chubb, Hunt. Kareem Hunt, their two best players are hurt. I I think that's debatable, but um, I also think Baker that Baker Mayfield can barely walk. He's got a broken collarbone or whatever he's got, and he's and he's gonna kill it. He played his best game of the year. I, I think Dearness Johnson um, is a serviceable backup. I think their running game, similar to the Vikings, uh, with their strong offensive line and their scheme, is can be run not by anyone, but um, by a lot of these pro guys. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm gonna go with Browns plus two and a half as my first pick. I, I honestly, believe. I love us being against each other here because guess what? One of us is getting a win. Hey, yeah, that's hey, how you get. That's how you get win. one for the podcast. You know, there, one, we're getting a win for the pod either way. It's gonna be New England, uh, but good luck, Nick. Next pick for me. God, I love this pick. Russell Wilson's back. Ooh. Succession theme song in the video he posted. How God, emotional that did that? Emotional that, that video fired get. up considering I have him everywhere in fantasy. I've held on to him. I love DK Metcalf. I love Succession. That video got me fired the fuck up. Russell's back. Rogers, yeah, he may be back. He's probably still got COVID. Even if he comes back, he's probably still sick. The guy doesn't give a shit. You know, he's not going to be able to practice with the team all week. Green Bay is eight and one against the spread on the year, which did scare me. Seattle is five and three though. They've been they've been very good. The defense actually has finally been showing up. They stepped up without with Russ out. They've covered every game as a dog except for one. I'm gonna repeat that. When Seattle's a dog on the year, Nick, they've covered every game except for one. And guess what? All the money's on the Packers. 65%. They're taking the home favorite. They're taking chalk. They're square, square, square. We're all over Seattle this week. Give me three and a half. We can lose by a field goal. We can win outright. Yeah, so Seattle's one of those teams. There's a couple teams that I believe you you want in, in these situations. They don't win big, but they also don't lose big. I love Seattle as an underdog. Hate them when they're a favorite. You know what I mean? Yep. All right, so my... Give us your second one. My second play is a teaser here. We got the Cardinals down to four and a half, and we've got the Bills down to five and a half. So the Cardinals, the total on this game is 44. Um, like he said earlier, the quarterbacks announced out. Last week, the uh, the Cardinals were the second worst team in uh, offensive DVOA, graded out. They they have a, they have a weak offensive line. Um, their defense is pretty decent. Uh, overall, I don't think they have enough juice to get anywhere near the Cardinals. You're talking so, about the Panthers. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So if you if you take if if I can get it with a total of 44, if I can get the the Zona Cardinals down through the 10, through the key number seven, and through the key number six, take that all day. And Buffalo Bills. And you've got. I'll just add in for you. Yep. You got Kyler will be back for yep. sure. You and Hopkins know. will be back as well, most likely. AJ Green off the COVID list. James Conner. I mean, the guy looks incredible. Touchdown every week. May or may not be taking some sort of steroids. I'm not going to speculate on that. He's a cancer survivor. He can take all the steroids That's he wants. That's true. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. So you got Cardinals down to minus four and a half, and now you've got the Bills down to minus five and a half. Correct? Yeah. So they got they got embarrassed last week. Oh my god. Uh, I I told you how the Panthers were second worst offensive DVOA graded last week. The Bills were the worst. They were negative eighty one percent. 
which basically means you put damn near any football team out there, they're going to perform better than the than the Bills did last week. I don't think they have those type of performances back-to-back weeks. They're going to kill the Jets. The total of this game is 47.5, so it's above the key number of 47, um, which is around average total for NFL game. And I'm bringing it down through 10, through 7, through 6. Eat that up. Give me those. I just want to – I'm going to stop and pause for a second. And one, th- one reason why – I wanted to start this pod with you, and I think it's going to be a great dynamic as we continue to grow is. You can see, guys, we have we have two totally different styles when it comes to betting. Nick is a 99% numbers guy. He likes to take the analytics and look it down. I'm a 10% numbers guy. Give me a few stats, but I'm going to watch these games, and I'm going to go off my eyes and my gut more. But it's a great dynamic to have. Uh, so Nick's got his his second bet's going to be a six-point tease with the Cardinals and the Bills. Now let me give you my last pick of the day. This is my... Make it a goodie. This is my I hate it so much that I love it pick of the week. Okay. The Minnesota Vikings plus three in LA, a.k.a. it's basically a neutral field because the Chargers don't have any fans. Um, Minnesota's four and four against the spread on the year, but... 3-0 as an underdog. I love Kirk Cousins when he's getting points. If he's ever laying a number, I can't bet on him. I hate betting on him as a favorite. I mean, you saw it two weeks ago. He lost to Cooper Rush uh, in prime. I mean, he's just a guy you always want to be getting points with. They love to blow games. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> you <don't... laughs> I hate betting on them. I the, hate betting The back on... door seems to always be open. I hate betting on the Vikings, but I know everyone and their mother will be betting on Justin Herbert and the Chargers this week. Coming off a game where he finally got his groove back, uh, let me check it real quick, 72% of the money on the Chargers. Wow. Give me the Vikings plus three. Let's go against the grain here. Uh, I actually, I have a feeling that's going to be the easiest pick. I have a feeling the, the Vikings will be, they'll come out, Justin Jefferson, easy touchdown, Dalvin Cook down their throat. Um, I, I really think the Vikings are going to be a good play this week. So just to wrap it up, really easy. Patriots, Seahawks, Vikings, those are my three picks. Bet them, pray, let's get a winning week. I got a good feeling. Let's bounce back from last week. Nick, give us your last pick. I actually got two more picks. So Two more? Yeah, man, fill it up this week. So uh, I got two more teasers. It's going to be a tease-heavy week. I got Pittsburgh down to two. Pray for Nick, everyone. <laughs> and New Orleans up to eight and a half. So Pittsburgh is playing a very crappy team in the Detroit Lions. Um, I, I actually don't hate Detroit at such a large number at plus eight. I'm not going to play that though. I can't trust them, but with a low total of 42 and a half, I'm sticking with the same uh, strategy I did last week when I teased against the, the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers with the, sh- no, actually I didn't tease against them. They were just laying, they were laying too big of a number for yeah. how low the total was. So I'm, I'm doing a same similar strategy here and bringing Pittsburgh, the better team down to two. They have a great defense and I think that they'll do enough to hold and win this game and new Orleans up to eight and a half. Um, Tennessee is the better team, but not by much, my friend. The ten, the Tennessee New Orleans game is your, your line this week. That makes no sense. So Tennessee is supposedly the best team in the league. Right, I mean, they're they're a top depends three, on who you ask. They're a top few team in the league. New Orleans looks like shit. Trevor Simeon sucks, and yet he did enough in New Orleans, and they're minus two and a half. I mean, sorry, they're in Tennessee, and Tennessee's only a two and a half point favorite. Guess what that means? Standard three points for the home team, right? Vegas gives listen, listen. 
Vegas gives three points for the home team. So right now, Vegas... It's been less. It's been less and less. That's standard, though. Right now, Vegas is trying to tell us that New Orleans is a better team than Tennessee on a neutral field. I actually don't think it's that crazy, but I think to the... To the to the common person, that's pretty insane. So, uh, give me what the percentage of bets are on Tennessee based off that information right there, because that sounds sixty-two percent of bets are on Tennessee. Okay, I mean, I like my bet even better, um, even though I don't like the fade the public uh, type of logic. But so here, it usually works. But yeah, I agree. You don't we got really Lattimore. You got your boy Lattimore going to shut down AJ Brown. You cannot run on the uh, Saints, and they. I agree. I think they're just. I think the defense is elite. I also would probably play a Tennessee team total under. I haven't yet, but we'll see how it looks like. My final tease of the week is Philly plus nine. Philly, the team that's been taking uh, money all the last three weeks from uh, betters that I respect. The number has always jumped. Um, Denver just not that good. Philly, you're only getting eight and a half. Unless you're doing a six and a half point tease. Oh, six. I guess the number has moved. Yeah, so eight and a half. Philly plus eight and a half, and the Browns up to eight and a half. I'm doubling all, up on you're the all Browns. In on the Browns this week. Doubling up so on the Mac Browns. So Mac Jones, my favorite player in the league, who I absolutely despise, crushes the Browns. They might win. They're not going to crush them. They might kill them. They're not going to crush them. So to wrap up the bets, we've got Browns plus two and a half head to head against my my podcast co-host here. We've got Carolina minus four and a half tees with the Bills minus five and a half. Hold on, hold on. You're 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 very you're confused. You're confused here. You don't have Carolina. So you have the Browns plus two and a half, and then you have three six point teases: Cardinals and Bills, Philly and Cleveland, Pittsburgh and New Orleans. That'll make it easy for everyone. Oh, I said Cardinals. Said I meant I meant uh, Cleveland. You meant Cardinals. You meant Cardinals, you said Carolina, you meant Cleveland. You don't even know what you're betting at this point. <laughs> I, I, Nick's losing his mind. He's teased his face off this week. Uh, and, and I love and, it. And we're all going to pray for him. So I'm excited. I really think we're going to have a good week. Uh, I wish we could give out this Thursday game. I have a lot of props I like, but we're holding off because this pod won't be out before the game starts. Now, let's get into fantasy football from this last week. Crazy week. I'm going to read you off 10 names here, okay? Let's hear them. What do you got for us? One second. Let's pull it up. Elijah Moore, Devontae Smith, Keenan Allen, Olamide Zacchaeus, Darnell Mooney, Marquise Brown, Cooper Cup, Malik Turner, Brandon Ayuk, Tim Patrick. Those are your top 10 receivers for week nine. Yeah, Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, Marquise Brown. Those make sense. Elijah Moore, number one, Zacchaeus, Darnell Mooney, Malik Turner. God, what a gross week it was. What a funky week. Those were your top 10 receivers. The number one player on the week, old James Conner. What a game. James Conner, Mr. Mr. Multi-Touchdown. I might might have to uh, take a piece of multi-touchdown. I, I, I don't I don't doubt it. He looks better than he ever has. He looks like he's three hundred pounds running a four four. Don't want to get in his way. I think he, he had 36, 37 fantasy points. Just a crazy week. And then another outstanding performance, uh, to get back on track, Justin Herbert, the young phenom, the, the future, um, the guy the Dolphins I guess should have drafted. I still have faith in Tua, but it's not looking great. Shout out to those people that held on to Darnell Mooney and double shout out to anyone who actually played him last yeah, week. Yeah, double shout out. I mean, Elijah Moore, I know Bo played him in my league, which was just an absurd play. 
Um, they had a certainly great play. So what? A, it was a funky week. Uh, I actually had a pretty good week. Got a must. I, I got a. I got a win uh, in my league, which I really needed. Did lose in the other two uh, that I care about and that we're talking about on this show. But looking forward to this week. How'd you do it last week, Nick? I got a loss in your league. Patrick Mahomes is just freaking letting me down. So over the last three weeks, um, only Sam Darnold has less uh, less fantasy points at the quarterback position. There's nine quarterbacks over the last three weeks that had a bye in one of those three weeks that have more points than Patrick Mahomes. 9.74, 15, 10.44. Those were Mahomes' last three weeks. That's insane. And that league, I'm kind of teetering there. I'm in that middle of the pack where I need to get these wins. Yeah, you're four and five. Your team looks good. It's in the best position. But if Mahomes is going to play like that, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, Tyler Lockett should be returning to grace with uh, Russ cooking back there. Mike Williams hasn't been the same since the meniscus thing. and Mike, I, I think his season's he, done. He's just not that um, good. It's hard to be that big, get a knee injury, and then play an NFL he falls, game. I think he's hurt. You know, so for, so that's that for that league. I think I got a puncher's chance at winning that league. Um, not heavy outlook because the top two or three teams are just have a gap between them and the rest of the league. Uh, yeah, it's sort funny, of, funny you say that. You know, I've got the the number one team. Yeah, I do power rankings for our league every couple weeks. The number one team had Derrick Henry. They lost him. They're upset that I knocked him down to number two in the power rankings. But guess what? You lose your number one player. You lose a guy who was so much better than the rest. And yeah, you have the most points in the league, mainly because of him. So knocked him down to number two. They can cry about it. Jack Biedick, David Orner, wham, wham, Yeah, wham. honestly, the team does look a lot different. <laughs> you, didn't, like you, you didn't have to name them. They don't even but, have Nick but, Chubb uh, anymore. I, the they, te- they're crying. <laughs> I had to delete one from the group chat. Oh, my God. The team does look a lot different without Derrick Henry. All right, and then in our other team, our other league, uh, our other friends league, free, I'm holding steady at the top of that league. So I got two some. two and one on the week or one and two? I was... Uh, two and one. I won in freeze league and I won in my college league. My college league, I'm in. <laughs> hey, out of last place, I'm up to eleventh. Um, we, I'm, I, I'm gonna close strong. I'm doing it. I'm not gonna make the playoffs. I'm definitely not gonna win that league. But I'm doing this for pride. I got, I'm not finishing the bottom. So let's touch. We're gonna go over our plays of the week last week. Um, it was tough though because we both liked Tua and Taysom. Tua ends up being a late scratch on Sunday. Sean Payton loses his mind, doesn't start Taysom Hill. Um, I was wrong on the Kadarius-Tony thing. He was not featured. He did not have a great week. But you remember I threw Naheem Hines in while we were recording the pod. Yes. First touchdown. Big actually saved me in in one of my leagues, won me a league. So I was pretty happy about that. Who were your plays last week? Do you remember So I had Kirk Cousins at QB. I was just looking up to see how he actually did. Um, I know I also suggested everyone should pick up Boston Scott and that turned out to be a horrible that turned out to be a horrible call Um, we'll see how it goes this week but I don't I'm not expecting Boston Scott to be featured it looks like they're gonna split with Jordan Howard and Jordan Howard actually looks pretty damn good I'm not gonna lie about that a couple of our pickups though I will say I told you to pick up Jeff Wilson last week reports today that Jeff Wilson will be involved this coming week Elijah Mitchell's limited Watch out. Breakout game. I'm all in. Jeff Wilson. Taysom, I expect to be the eventual starter. He'll be a top 10 quarterback when he is. And guess what? The other guy I told you to pick up, Rashad Bateman, he's going to break out. You also told us about the Muth. The Muth. The Muth is Luth. The Muth is Luth. 
Shout out to the fantasy footballers. What a game. I mean, the guy's a stud. You think so? You think, think he's certified? He I think he is. Uh, at Basketball least while player. Playing, at least while Ben's playing, because Ben loves the tight end. Loved Heath Miller uh, back in the day. That's who he reminds me of. He always seems to be open, and he doesn't drop the ball. Um, but you, let's get in. You love the ex basketball player at tight end, and yeah, oh, it looks it. like uh, Kirk Cousins had twenty two. So I was, yeah, I was Kirk right Cousins there. Had a nice game. So that I was, was a right nice there. Call by you. He, uh, I think, uh, I forget who played him over. I don't know. Either way, Kirk Cousins had a nice game. Um, he, I remember him hitting Justin Jefferson early. He always oh, seems yeah. to do soft. He's either twenty to twenty five, or he's a total dud. Nine points. Uh, so g- good call on that. Let's jump into our plays of the week for week ten. I'm. I did a lot of research on these. I will tell you. First one, I think he's ranked around fourteen to eighteen this week. I love him, Josh Jacobs. Okay. Finally healthy. Chiefs are bottom half of the league against the running backs. Uh, good call. Double-digit fantasy points, this half PPR in his last four games, and he seems healthy. I mean, you know he's been banged up, but they, 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 uh, you know, he, he's starting to look better. He's starting to look like himself. Yes, they're using Drake in the passing game more, but I love Josh Jacobs this week. I think he's a top probably seven or eight play, and I think we'll be watching Sunday Night Football, and he'll be playing well against the Chiefs. Okay, no, I, I agree with that. I didn't look up too many uh, plays to play this week, so I'm going to let you run through. Um, okay. And if I see something that I want to point out, I'll hop in there. That sounds good. Uh, next up, I got two receivers for you this week. One guy's finally back. He seems to be himself after last game. Jerry Judy, 6 for 8 for 69 yards last week. They have You fit- trust him. Yeah, I trust him. I've, I've got him going in a couple leagues. I think Darius Slay, they'll stick him on the outside on Sutton. Judy will play from the slot also sometimes. I think Judy has a nice game. I expect seven or eight catches, 80, 90 yards, possibly a touchdown. I think he's been really good, though. Um, Next up, guy who totally dudded. He went game, dud, game, is Russell Gage. Okay. Calvin Ridley. I dropped him. Yeah, he's been, he was dropped by a lot of people, which is understandable. Early in the he, early he in the season. Yeah, early in the season, he wasn't doing anything. A lot of people had high hopes for him, but he's went. He had four for uh, four out of six targets. He caught for sixty-seven and a touchdown a few weeks ago. And last week, eight targets, his most on the season. Seven catches, sixty-four yards. I think he's going to do good. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, really good player. I don't think he follows Gage. The, Gage isn't that like a number one receiver. Plus, I actually disagree with Trayvon Diggs, really good player. He does have a lot of inter- interceptions. I don't think he's that good of a cornerback overall. But what were you saying? Uh, we can disagree on that. Just because you give up plays doesn't mean you're not a great cornerback. Diggs forces turnovers. Uh, I think he's a top, probably a top five cornerback in the league. But to your point, he gives up plays. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. yeah, you know that that's how it is when you're when you're trying to make plays. And you're trying to turn the ball over and make difference making plays, you're gonna you're gonna dud sometimes. So I think Gage will be a solid play. And then Bat we're going back to the well and tight end. Pat Fryermuth. The Muth. again. I like that. Still being ranked outside the top twelve, which is an absolute joke. If he's available in your league, get him. If you need a tight end, I'd even trade a piece for him. Seven for fifty eight two games ago. Or three games. This year's last three games. Seven for fifty eight. 7 for 44 and a score, 5 for 43 and two scores. I think he's a top 5 to 7 tight end. Maybe not the rest of the season, but definitely this week against the Lions. He's almost guaranteed to score. So those are my plays of the week. 
we got a great fantasy week ahead, great betting week, great slate of games. Uh, you got anyone that, that crossed your mind there? No, not really, but I did see some stayaways. So last week I was all over the Minnesota Vikings quarterback and wide receiver core. Um, I don't like them as much this week. However, Dalvey is going to kill, I believe. He's finally you think they run the ball more? Yeah. I, well, funny you say that because Mike Zimmer's known for pounding the rock. And he's on the hot seat right now. I think you're probably right. Probably goes to the well, runs Dalvin Cook, uh, especially against the worst running D in the league. That's the Los Angeles Chargers. New Orleans, they don't have the quarterback, so I'm not sure. But, I mean, they're playing the Tennessee Titans who can't cover. They've developed some pressure. But I think the I think Tennessee, you don't want any part of their running game this week. No Peterson, no McNichols. I'm sitting Peterson even though I picked him up in a few. And then Saints... Saints might have some upside at the receiver play. Yeah, there, there's a guy. If if uh, Alvin Kamara doesn't play, fire up Mark Ingram. I think he has a huge week. He already got involved last week. But I know Kamara. He usually plays through it. Uh, he's one of those guys who's just a gamer. So big week ahead. Anybody on Dallas, play them all. I might even play Tony Pollard this week. <laughs> Dallas is bouncing back against Atlanta. Atlanta gives... Atlanta is food. The total on that game is 55. Both teams are going to score. Awesome. All right. I think we're wrapping up here. What do you got, Nick? No, that's about it, brother. Uh, Except for, um, I I don't know if we mentioned that the the sports gambling app might be closing down. Well, yeah, they're having some issues with this first app they released in Florida. Well, let's talk about that next week. I'm not too worried. Let's Let's see what happens. We may have to go back to the well, to the bookies. (laughs) Well, we'll do whatever we have to. I'll tell you that. couple updates for the show. We did release a temporary new logo. It's updated on Spotify. It hasn't updated on Apple yet. We're working on getting an intro song. We're we're really trying to to spruce this thing up. I know it's pretty raw. and uh, Our boy DJ Fiello about to cook something up for us. DJ Fiello, shout out uh, to him. We need a... Where is it? You said you were going to work on a little jingle for us. We got nothing. The official Marlins DJ about to be the official Nick and Bean Pod DJ. Yeah, we can pray for that. We're working on some sponsors. No, I'm just kidding. We're not on the sponsors (laughs) yet. Uh, But thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next Thursday night. Peace out. Thanks for listening, guys.